On today's show, we provide some extended analysis on the Sixers draft night trade. We go and acquire DeAnthony Melton, but now what is next in the process? We also hear from Daryl Morey and his thoughts on Melton, as well as the Sixers free agency plan. We'll break it all down. Let's go. Perfect. Perfect. What is going on, everybody? Welcome on into Philly Take with RB. You know what to do. Leave a like if you enjoy this content. Be sure to subscribe to the channel and ring the bell so you don't miss any of the upcoming videos or live streams. We have you covered with everything. It was an interesting draft night. And now, you know, having some time to reflect upon the move, um, you know, I kind of feel similar as I did, you know, towards the end of our stream. I mean, I I'm happy with it. It was a solid move. It was a decent uh, trade the Sixers get upgraded you know off the bench they get younger they get more athletic a lot of people have encouraged Daryl Morey to think outside the box and well here we are uh, and the Sixers go out they get off the Danny Green contract and they trade their 23rd pick to acquire DeAnthony Melton who now will hopefully step into a big role here uh, and be a contributor off the bench now here's a take that I put out the day before the draft I actually nailed this one um, you know, I thought the Fiebel thing could have been a smoke screen. Now he could still get moved realistically. Um, and, and we will talk about that more for sure. But, uh, the day before the draft, I put out, uh, that I thought Danny green, uh, would be traded on draft night along with the 23rd pick. I, I think we all knew, right. That, you know, there was no way the Sixers, uh, were going to keep that pick. Um, but yeah, you, you move off Danny green, you, uh, opt into his contract and then trade him after the option. So he will get paid while rehabbing now he goes to a Memphis team where they might even keep him uh to come back for the playoffs and provide some veteran experience um and Danny Green going to wish a goodbye on Instagram yesterday uh, and Twitter shot at the Danny Green he says Philly thank you it's been real we'll always be family and you know just showing some love for the Philly fans I know there were a lot of ups and downs during the Danny Green tenure but what I do need to say is uh I appreciate what he did for this team it's unfortunate you know that he couldn't continue that streak and get another ring and he did get hurt in both years in the playoffs um but you know providing what he did in his role I think he's a guy you do come to learn to love right and I think he did a lot for this team especially this year um and I respect him I respect him and I hope he gets healthier and I wish him the best of luck man uh Daryl Morey commented on Danny Green after the draft he says you know we think we got better tonight I want to thank Danny Green I wanted him to get the fourth Ring. Well, for now, he's going to stay Mr. Three Rings, um, but he is off, and, you know, that's one less thing the Sixers have to worry about. Now they do pull back in about 7 or $8 million in incoming salary with DeAnthony Melton, who, by the way, is 24 years old. He averaged 10-plus points last year off the bench for the Grizzlies, shot around 38% from deep. Uh, but one of the things that stands out to me as I go and reflect on DeAnthony Melton, uh, watching some of his tape and stuff like that, I like the fact that, you know, he's a willing shooter. You know, he not only can he put the ball on the floor a little bit, uh, but I think he can come around screens, you know, and, and he's going to embrace the opportunity. He's going to let it fly. He's got a quick trigger, nice form, um, and he was one of the best shooters catch and shoot uh, from deep. So, you know, he helped that Grizzlies team for sure. And, I you know, I do want to say here, I think he is a quality player uh, after doing more research on him. Not that I didn't think he was. I knew he was a pretty pesky defender a guy who could get up you know in your grill uh push some of the ball handlers out to the perimeter he can get around screens you know he brings an element that we have wanted to see right and um 
you know, he, he's going to get an opportunity here. The question is, what do the Sixers do now, right? And, and I still believe that a lot of us do overrate some of the guys we have on this team. In my personal opinion, not taking anything away from DeAnthony Melton, I just don't know if he's a game changer yet. He's 24. He's going to keep getting better. Of course, Daryl Morey knows him well, a former Rockets draft pick, but I still think the Sixers need to go out and acquire at least another player or two. You know, for some of the people to say that, you know, this is a move that just makes us so much, you know, evidently better. I don't know if it does. I don't know if it does. We'll have to wait and see. You know, my question is, is DeAnthony Melton a guy that you can give the ball to and say, okay, go get me 15 tonight? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but, you know, from, from watching some of his interviews uh, and, and his just seeing his personality, he seems like a dude who wants to win. He seems like a guy who will embrace opportunity. He did fill in for John Morant. Uh, and that Grizzlies team was good. I do want to, you know, realize, though, here that the Grizzlies' depth is much better than the Sixers. So he was playing with some better players. We'll see if he can, uh, you know, be that guy. But welcome to Philadelphia. I'm excited to see, you know, what he can do. Um, and like I said, you know, he's going to have to play well. He's going to have to play well. He's going to get a chance. Um, but are the Sixers done? I think that, that DeAnthony Melton is going to be a decent role player. But we need a game changer. And that's just how I'm feeling, you know, looking at a, a, a slim free agent market, looking at the guys out there, the Sixers still need to go and make something happen. Now you trade away your 23rd overall pick, and that's a big bargaining chip. A lot of people talked about that as a piece to go and get Tobias Harris's contract off. And I've been predicting that Tobias will be traded this offseason. I don't know if he will now. I still think there's a, a possibility, but are the Sixers going to run back this same core and just try to upgrade the supporting cast? The problem is you don't have a lot of flexibility. Now, really, what do you have to bargain, right? Because Danny Green's contract was a big, you know, matcher there if you wanted to go out and get someone like Eric Gordon. And now, you know, I, I don't know what the Sixers are going to do. To free up flexibility, you're probably going to either have to move Thibel or Tobias, but we'll have to wait and see. Here's Daryl Morey, by the way, on DeAnthony Melton uh, and why he decided to make the trade. DeAnthony is, uh, I think, still underrated. Obviously, we got him. I think one thing we learned from the playoffs is we need players who can contribute on both sides of the ball. Um, he does that, and I think he's continuing to improve. Um, you look at the times he got in Memphis where he was allowed to have a bigger role, they have a deep roster, and you know I think they went on a huge winning streak. So we think he here he's going to have a bigger role that will be really important to our success next Pretty much everything that we said. And, you know, another thing I like about DeAnthony Melton watching some of his game is that, you know, he can push the floor a little bit, right? He can push the tempo. I feel like that's something we've lacked on our second unit. We've been slow, uh, tired. We just look you know, lackluster sometimes, sluggish. Uh, I think DeAnthony Melton will help in that area. Um, and even though you do get younger and more athletic, like I was saying, you know, you still need veteran experienced players. You need guys who have been to the big moments, been in big games, and, you know, can do what they do and execute and, and bring that energy level up, bring that intensity every single night. Um, and that brings us to where we need to go, right? What's the next move? Well, in terms of the whole Eric Gordon thing, that's going to be very tough to match now. It, it's looking like that may not happen. Shout out to my guy, Sean Bernardo, posting a quote from the Keith Pompey article. Uh, he says, the Sixers also tried to acquire Rockets Eric Gordon on draft night. This is from Keith Pompey, using Matisse Thibel as an asset. Sources say Sixers president of operations, Daryl Morey is still trying to acquire Gordon despite being unsuccessful on Thursday night. Well, the thing about it now is that 
again, you don't have that uh, Danny Green contract. So um, I would love a guy like Eric Gordon. I, I can't believe people that, you know, are, are out here saying that, oh, he's too old, this, this, and that. Have you watched Eric Gordon? Have you watched the Rockets? Probably not because he's, you know, bored out of his mind over there in Houston. Um, even though he's 33, he's not what he once was. He's not the same player. But I know he's a guy that can still put it on the floor, brings that tough, uh, you know, leadership. And, you know, he's not afraid to shoot either. And if, if we could acquire Eric Gordon, the one main risk is the health issue. You know, he hasn't played a full season in years. Uh, but if he could find a way to stay healthy, maybe get a little bit of a minimized role um, and, you know, maybe 10, 15 minutes a night here, I think Eric Gordon would be great. The problem is now you don't really have that flexibility to make that trade happen unless you move a guy like Tobias. Maybe it could be a three-team trade. It would get very complicated, and I, I don't know if we're, you know, still interested in that. But according to Keith Pompey, you know, Daryl Morey still wants to get one of his old guys. It feels like every guy we're going for used to be on that Rockets team. Maybe we're trying to finish the unfinished business of the 2018 Rockets plus Joel Embiid. Another uh, piece of information here relating to P.J. Tucker, according to Tom Moore, uh, he says NBA source the Sixers aren't trading the trim salary to use the non-taxpayer mid-level, which means potential for agent uh, forward P.J. Tucker almost surely won't become a Sixer. Essentially, what he's saying is we're not going to have enough to afford P.J. Tucker uh, and that the Sixers aren't really looking to, you know, kind of dump a contract like Matisse Thibel. So, I mean, this is a conflicting report from what we heard. At this point, I don't really know what to believe because P.J. Tucker viewed the Sixers as a favorite to sign with and having the connection with James Harden and Daryl Morey it kind of just made sense, you know, that he would come here. Now, it's going to get a little more tricky. Can the Sixers go out and get P.J. Tucker? Let me tell you this. Looking at the potential free agents, and we broke out, you know, all the positions down. Definitely go take a look at that, uh, you know, in our free agency special series. The Sixers need to go and get a guy like P.J. Tucker. Like I said earlier, they need that toughness. They need that veteran experience. A guy who's won a championship. That is the type of player you need to add to this squad. Even though you're getting younger and athletic in areas, you still need to add players like that. We need to hold ourselves to a high expectation. You know, we've been bounced for the last five years in the second round. I'm personally tired of that. I know you are as well. We need to significantly upgrade the best that we can. I know it's tough, and that's why I've been behind Daryl Morey, because, you know, it hasn't been the easiest thing to inherit. It's been a mess, and he's cleaning it up slowly but surely, but he's doing what he can, and hopefully he finds a way to do that. Because next year, we want the Sixers to be championship contenders, right? How many more chances do we have left at this with the current core we have? You know, James Harden's going to be back, Maxie and Bede. Around that core, maybe Tobias Harris. You got to execute and put yourself in the best possibility, right? You got to give yourself a chance. And speaking of James Harden, little tidbit on him. Daryl Morey was asked post-draft about James Harden and essentially confirmed that he will be back. He says, uh, the sides have a, quote, mutual love fest. A mutual love fest. Daryl Morey loves James Harden like the son he never had, okay? James Harden will be back. He's going to get a two- or three-year extension. It's just obvious at this point, we got to hope and pray that James Harden comes back in shape and he looks better. If he does, this team has a real chance. Either way, we'll be solid regular season, uh, you know, contenders, right? But, but will we get past that threshold? It is time. It needs to happen. Um, and Daryl Morey has his work cut out for him for sure. Speaking of free agency, what is the plan? What is the plan? Well, Daryl Morey commented on it. Obviously couldn't say too much at the time, but he says, you know, the Sixers will be under CBA constraints. 
uh, you know, the mid-level and the minimums. And he says there are, quote, maybe eight to 12 options that will be in that price range. Guys that we talked about, right, on our free agency special, he says they can contribute and be in the playoff rotation. So it looks like we may not trade Tobias or Matisse. We may go out, right, and add some of these minimum players. I don't know if that is enough. I don't know if that's enough. Look at the current constructed roster. Is that enough? Do we have a game changer, a six man to come off the bench, you know, and, and give us 15 a night if we need it? I don't know. We need mental toughness. We need an upgrade. Um, I just don't think Daryl Morey's done. I think he has a plan up his sleeve, and I hope something happens. I think this team is good, but I want them to be great. I want them to be championship contenders. Um, and we also need to utilize some of the pieces that we have, right? But will Doc Rivers do that? I don't know. That might be a, you know, everlasting problem with this team. And speaking of which, the last thing we'll touch on here, Daryl Morey was asked about Charles Bassey, some of these younger guys that we have. And here's what he had to say. He says, with Paul Reed and Charles Bassey already on the roster, quote, I think the bar will be high with a minimum spend at sort of the backup center spot because we feel like we got some guys who can contribute. Well, ding, ding, ding. There can't be a disconnect. You have Paul Reed, Bassies of the world, Isaiah Joes. Are they all going to be great? Probably not. But do they have a chance to contribute? You bet they do. Right? Daryl Moore even talked about Jane Springer. He said that he expects him to take a jump. Philip Petrusev is going to be at Summer League. We have these guys. You have to give them a shot. If you don't have a lot to spend, if you can't pull off any more trades, you got to use the resources you have. You can't limit your capabilities because of stubbornness and because of how things have always been done. You got to have an open mind. Hopefully, Doc Rivers will have that mindset going into this, and hopefully there will be good communication between the two. But at the end of the day, that is where we are at. Solid draft night trade overall. Decent trade, decent role player, but the Sixers still need to get better in my opinion. I would love to hear what you have to say about all this. Give me your thoughts down below in the comment section. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. We'll drop a separate piece on some of the undrafted guys, and we'll keep you covered, up to date with everything you need to know. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and I will catch you on the next one, man. Peace. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect.